0: Hi, this is Chris Foss here from the Chris Foss Show.com, the Chris Foss Show.com. Hey, we're Cody here with another great podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks for always being here with us, and we certainly appreciate it. Uh, we've got a wonderful guest today on the show, Nathan Stevenson. Nathan, how are you doing today? Fantastic. Hi, everyone.
1: Thanks so much for for having me today, Chris.
0: Thank you for coming. And Nathan Stevenson is the CEO of Forward Lane Incorporated. Uh, Give us some plugs, uh, Nathan. Tell us where uh, to to look at Forward Lane, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You can uh, find our sites at www.forwardlane.com. And uh, we've actually just released a Netflix-style show. Uh, So go to the media page on, uh, on our website. It'll be up tomorrow and uh, you'll, you'll get to see the first 12 episodes of Pathfinders, a series on AI, digital innovation, and the FinTech ecosystem in New York.
0: Awesome, awesome. Now, you're a serial entrepreneur. Give me your bio, give me a read out of some of, the, uh, some of the background that you have and what brought you to the point of starting this company.
1: Sure, um, so I spent the, the past 15 years uh, of my life initially starting out in financial services. I worked in investment banking, at uh, BNP Paribas, the French investment bank in Europe. I also worked in a, a hedge fund called CQS, uh, which is one of the top five large global macro hedge funds um, in uh, based in London. Um, I then spent a bit of time in a uh, Stock Exchange, the Janspik Stock Exchange, taking large-scale technology projects uh, with the likes of NYSE, NASDAQ, CME Group, uh, from ideas into production, uh, things like high frequency trading, ultra low latency uh, speeds, capital controls, things like this. Um, wow, I, moved, I moved out of finance and, and spent um, spent about uh, four years working on other startups, a music business, a travel technology business called hotels by day and uh, and that brought us to forward lane um, artificial intelligence company focused on uh, helping people become smarter, with personalized investment insights,
0: and so you guys work with asset managers. It's basically an API AI-powered platform for wealth managers, asset managers, commercial banks, and it helps them uh, interact better with their customers.
1: Yeah, the, the the key area of focus is is processing things like news, research, and other types of unstructured content, and we read this with our NLPs, our natural language processing AI. Um, the same level like an, an analyst would and then what we do is we build a holistic digital picture of, um, of clients, so things like transactions, uh, portfolios, uh, other areas of interest, um, and then we come up with these personalized insights. And the general idea here is that it takes quite a lot of time for a financial advisor a relationship manager in, in uh, that is selling funds or a uh, commercial banker to figure out what is relevant for you and why.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: uh, and that's what the Forward Lane platform does. It helps you come up with a good story to share with the clients. And also it helps you determine who you should speak to today and what the next best action
0: might be. So does it? So, what what sort of information does it collect or gather about uh, a person? Does it gather their social stuff or their signals, or what? What sort of signals does it gather off of?
1: Yeah, absolutely, good question. So, uh, so we take security very uh, seriously. So, we don't actually touch any personally identifying information. Um, what we do do is uh, gather things like transactions that might be linked to an ID. Uh, mm-hmm. Other things like uh, if you've been browsing uh, the websites, no. uh, Salesforce uh, activities like CRM notes, things mm-hmm. like that, and it does this all on an anonymized basis. So it's in essence, it's 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 making recommendations based on the actions and activities, but it doesn't know it's necessarily you. Um, mm-hmm so it's uh in a way this is uh this is a way to to get you high quality information without snooping on your behavior and without you know hurting your your privacy
0: yeah i i wouldn't want to get a like investment advice on some of the things i look at on different websites and browsers (laughs) i already have that problem on youtube where you know if i'm looking on amazon at buying some shampoo you know, I guess like, get all these Facebook ads with shampoo on. Yeah, we, we try and avoid the shampoo effect. Yeah, um, but I guess that's smart because, you know, when you, when you, I I grew up as a salesperson, and I, I think a large basis of what I do as a salesperson, you probably do as well, uh, coming from your serial entrepreneur background, and certainly being able to have information on what people's either buying habits are or what... Uh, their interests are, or who they are, for that matter, uh, can be very helpful in selling to them. Um, and sometimes you don't have a lot of time to do a lot of research, especially if you're banging through a lot of customers and sales calls and stuff like that. Um, and I was looking over the video that you guys have for your guys' product, and it looks pretty cool. I mean, you can it can track the discussions they're having. It can track compliance issues, which is, of course, a big thing with you know keeping the SEC happy. Uh, in stock trades and what you have told the client, uh, you know, I've done business deals with clients that they've they've gone, you know, I, I've said, well, you know, here's what we're going to do and here's how we're going to do it, and then later they're like, well, Chris never told that to me, and you're like, we specifically had that conversation, and so it looks like with your guys' software, they're able to track that, uh, the recommendations they're making and all that stuff, so that if you know anybody ever questions the, you know, the the uh, you know the data is there.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely it. Is is that uh, you know in this day and age, uh, for one, because we work with large financial institutions, uh, you know, we we need to show them uh, that we can track all of your data, um, you know, whether it's it's necessarily attached to your name or or, or not. Uh, we need to show a full audit trail of all of that, and and then also if you if you think about it from from like the say, I'm an investor. If you think of it from the customer's point of view, you know, I don't necessarily want my financial advisor uh, to be calling me up about things that I've already spoken about, you know, or are old, or you know, I'm just no longer interested in. I'd much rather be have a conversation about something that's fresh, exciting, new, something that's happened in the market, um, and it's kind of in my general like interest profile, the kind of like the long-term memory. Uh, but then, really, it's addressing things that are happening to me in, in the short term, and it's going to be topical, trendworthy, you know, on point. Uh, so I'm having a better experience because my time's not being wasted. I'm not having to rehash of old things, and I'm getting a lot of new ideas and fresh insights and new angles uh, on things that I'm seeing, you know, happening in the world around me.
0: Mm-hmm. So what inspired you to found f- Forwardly?
1: Um, it actually the, the the nexus of this really started uh, just after the financial crisis, and you know from my times uh, working in uh, institutional finance and a hedge fund, uh, you know we could see we effectively did that big short trade just like the movie, um, and uh, we could see this happening uh, from a long way out this kind of unfolding of this crisis, and yet there was millions and millions of people that lost. 30 to 40% of their uh, their investments mm-hmm. um, over that period of time. So we kind of said, well, what if it's possible to use AI and technology to bring these insights that are sitting in these firms and get them right out to you in a mm-hmm. way that um, is quicker, faster, more efficient, timely, so that uh, you can actually act on it and you're not caught off guard, uh, you know, the next time something comes around. Um, so that's what we did, and we worked with uh, a large private bank here in New York, and um, and what we found is that they, they weren't easily able to cover many of their customers because there's just too many of them, 200 customers per wealth advisor. And so what we said is, let's use AI to read for you um, and kind of gather all that data together and then help you be more effective by kind of teeing up uh, some good stories that could be relevant. So at the end of the day, you own the relationship by sharing that information with your clients. So it's not taking anything away from the human experience. It just means that you can be a lot more effective and empowered with the right information so that the client is happier.
0: Most definitely. I mean, it's it's so important in sales to make things seamless for the, uh, for the buyer. And of course, seamless uh, if you're doing multiple tasks and everything else um ai you know there's a lot of different people that talk about the good bad and ugly of ai i know uh uh the tesla ceo elon musk uh, uh is concerned about ai some people are in the world but it sounds like your guys' ai is mostly the kind of ai that's making it very easy for uh, people to interact and integrate with your software as well it's probably not gonna take over the world anytime soon and kill all the humans
1: <laughs> exactly no where um think uh, th- that AI is a different story. <laughs> um, it's probably a long way out, um, if if it's even possible. Um, but what I would say is that, um, you know, there's so much talk of Robocop and Terminator and all of that. <laughs> <and> that <laughs> that's one thing. But, um, you know, why don't we actually just turn our attention to using the AI for our advantage, instead of worrying about... You know things that might be out there, may or may not be out there. Uh, yeah. So that's what we do. We, you know, we say like, let's let's do let's make X Men out of everyone, right? Yeah. Uh, give them special powers, superpowers. Um, so that's what what we're in the business of, you know, giving you
0: superpowers. That's pretty darn awesome. So uh, you used uh, you joined accelerators, tech stars, and fintech innovation lab. And how are these accelerators working for you? Yeah,
1: so these, these accelerator programs are some of the the best in the world. Techstars, mm-hmm. um, you know, along with Y Combinator, are the, uh, the very best uh, uh, accelerator programs. What we benefited from is, um, is really springing up a, a whole network of relationships and contacts. Uh, in London, we did Techstars in London with Barclays. Mm-hmm. So we got a really great introduction to, to Barclays Bank. Um, and we still have a fantastic relationship with them right now, um, as well as others like uh, Thomson Reuters, now Refinitiv. Uh, they landed up investing in us, uh, made two investments into Lane, um, and, um, and really, it's the strength of the the Techstars network that's been fantastic. That's um, awesome. That's awesome. To founders all over the world.
0: Um, and you guys raised $6.3 million. Uh, which funding round are you guys in right now?
1: Uh, we're actually in our series seed round of funding, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, you know, quite decent size for a, a seed size round.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we'll probably be looking to raise our A round in, in about a year's time and start uh, looking at that in you know about six months' time. But, uh, but we're, we're, we're good capital-wise uh, for at least the next uh, 18 to 24 months.
0: Cool.
1: Um, but yeah, we've, uh, we count refinitive which is um, you know, owned by Blackstone as one of our investors. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we, you know, we have a fantastic uh, set of private investors from uh, many of the, the top financial institutions here in uh, New York, uh, ultra-hundred-worth wow. and hundred-worth investors. So uh, we're very pleased uh, with our investors.
0: And then you guys got a lot of interesting partnerships. You've got partnerships with Morningstar, Salesforce, IBM Cloud, and Pershing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, we see channel partnerships as, uh, as a good way to bring this technology to the most number of people in, in, in the fastest possible way. Um, so what we do is, uh, you know, in, in the case of uh, Thomson Reuters, or Refinitiv, we're partnering with them and their electron platform to deliver our API's uh, to their sets of clients. We work with Morningstar and their content um, and the, the, the top tier one firms that we, we uh, are engaged with to help bring the Morningstar insight, the Morningstar views um, as a kind of neutral touch point when they're selling to their clients. Uh, so Morningstar benefits, uh, the client benefits and we, we all benefit together um, by, by having this unique extra insight that Morningstar provides. Uh, when it comes to Salesforce, uh, you know, the ability to flick a switch and just get this new these new superpowers alongside your CRM system is, uh, is one of the exciting new developments that will be coming out in, in January. Um, and uh, that will basically bring the four-lane uh, technology to uh, a much wider uh, you know, group of users as part of our distribution strategy. And then finally, IBM have been a longtime partner. We're part of their global entrepreneur program. They they're fantastic partners and um, and we love what they're doing in the fintech space um, and uh, we're we're also working to bring our APIs to the uh, the I, the IBM financial services cloud uh, so IBM awesome. consultants can use it in their uh,
0: in their projects. That's got to be awesome. That's a huge company and and probably a lot of business uh, them on top of Salesforce. You know uh, the the more you can know about your client, the more you can know about. Uh, who they are, what they bought in the past, what they, what they're interested in buying in the future. The more everything you can have uh, to know about them. I know my my friend uh, Robert Scoble's talked about uh, wanting in a future where um, <clears throat> where like a hotel he might be going to searches his his uh, his signals on social and you know identifies that he likes a certain type of whiskey. And when he arrives in the uh, hotel room, there's a whiskey glass of. You know whatever his favorite type of whiskey is there for him, uh, you know all sorts of different advances that they can do using AI and stuff with what you guys are doing to just help help connect better with the customer, help serve the customer better, make the customer happy, make the process as seamless as as possible. Um, I mean, there's there's nothing like when you're a salesperson and you can immediately quickly catch rapport with the client, talk to them about what they're what's important to them. Every great salesman that I've ever known. Just has a real talent for that, but being able to have AI data um, that's being given to you as to, as to some of the background on it, where you can easily start dipping into it, um, the uh, uh, it's pretty darn awesome. So yeah, uh, yeah. so you guys yeah. are working with Tom uh, Thompson, Reuters Wealth Management as well.
1: Yeah, so uh, yeah, just to just to your pride points, uh, you know what what we see in in large organizations is that. Uh, they have to go through lots of different applications to try and knit together like a broader picture on a client. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, according to Morgan Stanley uh, Wealth Management, this takes about thirty minutes per client. So mm-hmm. you know, if if you can use data in the background to aggregate this information and to help pull this together into a three hundred and sixty degree view of your customer, so that the that exact question that you're talking about is. How can I have a better conversation with my clients, show that I, I, I understand him or her more deeply, and, um, and also ask the right questions, right? So, so that it's not creepy or anything like that. It's just building trust, building connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so this is really what we focus on is those insights, you know, pulling together all of that data out of every all of that data picture. What might be relevant for this client and why? And then mm-hmm. what can you do about it? Um, so I think that this is really the cutting edge of AI, which is what actions can you take mm-hmm. with those insights? Uh, so it's a, it's quite an empowering uh, aspect. Of. So I guess- I think- the, the,
0: the securities companies that you guys are serving and probably banks you might be working with in the future. I mean, these are relationships with, with a whole lot of money usually involved, I'm sure. Uh, and th- those people, in fact, no customer likes to be fumbled uh, yeah. by a salesperson. They don't like to be manhandled, mishandled, or, you know, I mean, I, have had sometimes a conversation with salespeople. I'm like, you know, what? you need to get off the phone and get somebody who knows what the hell they're doing on the yeah. phone with me. Cause I, I, you're, you're, I'm done with you. Um, and that can destabilize a lot of relationships, lose our relationships. And so this is probably imperative making sure that, you know, you've got the data on a client and, uh, uh, you can talk to them and, and gain rapport and, and keep that relationship uh, maintained.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, meet their needs and come up with a, a solution that's like talking to to what they're really interested in, versus mm-hmm. what you think they're interested in.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've had salespeople that have advised me. They're like, "You should do this," and I'm like, "You're an idiot." <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> and you don't know. You don't have a clue. Who I am like, who are you? Yeah. You don't know me. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, there's that. I mean, so that's cool. You guys already tested this out. Uh, and you guys have got it functioning and working with clients and, and, uh, helping integrate the whole systems. Um, so some people are afraid robots and AI are going to take over the jobs. Is there's a point that you guys could get so powerful you'd, uh, just replace all the stockbrokers? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good
1: question. I think that, um, uh, you know, so much of what a human does is, is context. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, what's happening today? Um, You know, how are you feeling today? Right? Uh, when I when I'm on the phone with you? Um uh, You know, what are you thinking? What's like, what's going on? And, and many of these things are live outside of the data system. So I think that's, you can always get. You can get quite far with, with AI and what it can do. Uh, you can certainly dramatically improve the economics of the business uh, by spending much less time looking for information. Like think of a world pre Google. You know how long did it take to do a school project to look up what like a meerkat is or uh, or something in an Encyclopedia Britannica? Right, you'd have to wait until you get home or go to library or or, or try and find those books. Now you can get it in a flash. And Mm -hmm. I think the same thing is going to be be happening um, in the institutional uh, space. Um, So I I don't think AI is going to replace humans anytime soon. It's just going to uh, change the relationship, I think, probably in a positive way, create more trust, uh, create more value. Uh, But the human, the context is always, the relationship element is always going to be there, in my opinion.
0: And I think you're right. We're always going to value that human interaction. People buy based on emotion, uh, for the most part. And I mean, I mean, when I, whenever I call up my utility companies, and I got to deal with that robotic, uh, whatever it is. You know, menu system. I just want to choke it half the time. So if I were had to do that and buy stocks, I probably wouldn't be happy. Either. Exactly. <laughs> just, ah. um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think humans are going to be, uh, especially when it comes to sales, because sales is a very fluid thing. And I don't, I don't. The I mean, machines would certainly have to get really, really good at being able to handle the fluidity of a sales process. I would think. Yeah. Um, and and people buy in sense from. Um, confidence and and when someone advises something or says you should buy something, you know, especially when it comes to investing your money in it, like stock. Um, and there's an element of trust uh, that you put in another human being that I think would be kind of lost in an AI. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where the future goes with all this different interactions. Um, we certainly spent a lot of time staring at our phones. Maybe we are ready to give ourselves up to the computer AI gods <laughs> and, and just to, and just pray uh, really to our robotic gods in the future, or our overlords, if you will.
1: <laughs> so, yeah,
0: maybe that's where we're going. I don't know. We'll see. We're going to get there one way or another, whether we like it or not, I suppose. So you guys have done some really cool things in tapping this uh, niche in the market. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard of any of this sort of stuff going on. Um, what else do we need to know about what you guys are doing?
1: Yeah, so... Um So I think that this 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 field of AI insights um, and what to do with them, actual insights, is really uh, on the cutting edge. Um, I think that so much of time is spent around uh, like Alexa and and these kind of uh, simple things, but um, I think it's very exciting. uh, You know that we're starting to move into this world where uh, where you're going to be presented with information, uh, you don't have to do the searching, right? It's it's, it's presenting the information to you. And as that feedback is being gathered, uh, it's optimizing and improving. And the next step really is, is kind of giving you a playbook of interactions. So if you think of transactions linked to uh, sales behaviors or user activity, interests, once you've made that linkage, uh, you can start to do some analysis, and you can say, "Well, on average, what kinds of actions led to uh, to sale? Um, what things should I talk about when I'm trying to sell an emerging markets fund? Uh, what who should I uh, when I'm speaking to millennial in wealth management? Uh, what in general has been interesting to millennials this week in Chicago, right?" Um, and um, and really be a lot more topical. A lot more in points a lot more empowered um, to actually be effective Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think that this is the bottom line is nobody ever woke up in the morning and said to themselves I want to be irrelevant today right (laughs) so so this is uh, this is an exciting new field where uh, where uh, AI is being used to empower you and help you take actions that will lead to results um, and um, so uh, so I'm, I'm very excited to see where the, the, the field goes. You know, our unique expertise is, is in financial services. We spent three years building custom natural language processing focused on the unique problems uh, of financial markets, things like bull markets, bear markets, the Fed versus Apple, the fruits versus the company. Uh, more sophisticated things like what is the difference between an ETF and a mutual fund? when you find that name. Uh, BlackRock Emerging Markets ETF. How are you gonna pick that up? Um, so that's what we do very, very well. And as a result, we uh, were able to read the information uh, in a much deeper way than uh, than other companies. And so, you know, we we believe we can do a very good job of pinpointing those insights for you so that you don't have to spend all that time, you know, going through all, those da- all that data. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a
0: real expensive process, so like I said, for these banks and stock companies. Uh, you know, they've they've got a lot of asset management they may be doing on behalf of a client, and uh, and a lot of investing that way. And you certainly don't want to fumble the client, mishandle them, and and have them get upset and take their money elsewhere, um, yeah. and inner inner um, and screw up your relationships. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, do you guys you guys see yourselves expanding beyond the realm of you know stocks and financial instruments into maybe some other things like i don't know, say hotel management uh, or interaction with clients for hotel customer basis things or are you going to stick with the straight and narrow there
1: you know right now there um there's so many uh, domains within financial services you know there's selling funds fund distribution there's commercial banks that are you know making loans to uh, medium-sized businesses and there's SME banking with you know millions of small and medium-sized businesses across the US um, you know which need better information better insights uh, better relationships there's investment banks which you know need to go deeper into the public companies so that they can compete with their competitors um, these are just some of the areas uh, you know wealth managers private banks um just a, a small handful of the domains that we uh, have unique expertise. Um, and as you can imagine, that is a really, really big market. Uh, so for now, we're, we're we're happy with being a vertical specific solution that, um, you know, solves the problem uh, in a very targeted way, uh, but really understanding the, the domain that we're in and our customer. At the end of the day, we, we want, the investor, the customer, to be happy, to have a trusted, personalized experience, a kind of white glove experience. Uh, so that's why we're in the business of—is bring this white glove experience to to everyone. And um, yeah, you know, perhaps in the future as we we expand outwards, we'll 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 look at going beyond that. Uh, but uh, but for now, we're we're staying focused.
0: And then, what are your guys' plans for 2019? We're almost at the end of the year. It's going to be pretty interesting.
1: 2019, I think, is going to be our best year yet. Uh, you know, we have uh, integrations with Salesforce coming out. Uh, you know, we've uh, we've just hired a, a new team. We're up to 25 people now, um, and we have a, a, a very big pipeline of uh, actually 80 uh, firms in uh, in place. So. Uh, we're looking to expand that and, uh, and also bring uh, our offering to different price points, smaller companies and bigger companies. So I think that uh, there's a lot on our plates. Uh, our product, you know, our Pathfinder series is coming out, our website is coming out, the new Salesforce integrations are coming out. So from our side, it's, it's all coming together. The, the team, the product, the markets, um, and timing is great. So very much looking forward to an exciting 2019.
0: And you guys have built a pretty good culture there in your guys' office. I mean, that's been one of the things you've looked at, at, at building a strong, good, solid company.
1: Yeah, culture is uh, extremely important to us. You know, I think that um, you know, one of the reasons why I came to America is because I actually do believe in the American dream. Uh, a lot of Americans kind of think I'm being trite or, um, or, or skeptical, but I'm not skeptical. It's uh, well and truly alive. I, I believe in like the diversity that I see around me every day um, and, and also the meritocracy um, you know that that's is so great about America and so what we've done is is we've tried to uh, create a microcosm of that and bring as much diversity um, you know uh, neutrality into into who we are hiring um, and really just focus on uh, who people are you um, personality-wise, what they can deliver from, uh, you know, from their career, their experience, um, and really try and build an idealistic uh, culture. We have a, a four-lane social contract, which is uh, built on something called the Rainforest Social Contract, which is all of the values of the old Silicon Valley, I should say, uh, that led to collaboration, paying it forward, uh, you know, giving your time up to other people, you know, leading and following, um, and really just uh, being a good person to other people in the company, so that they can uh, work in a good environment and feel appreciated, uh, and also not like chastised for failing. Um, so we really look to promote that uh, values and culture are very, very important at Ford, and uh, you know, as is diversity.
0: Exactly, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm excited to hear that because so many entrepreneurs don't get that you need to have culture when you first build your company culture environment what you're putting in there is a very big and important thing um one of the one of the things we said around my office was the only dumb question is the unasked question and that was to encourage people to ask questions to learn and uh, get to know what the need to do for their material as well
1: Absolutely. And, and, you know, uh, as a final thoughts, you know, we're very much focused on our customer. It's part of our values. Uh, you know, we're focused on innovation. We want to be unique and original. And, um, uh, and of course a global leader just as every other startup wants to be a global leader. Uh, but I think that's, uh, through this combination of, of value sets, you know, being true to our word, having integrity, um, you know, Focusing on the customer and uh, and then, of course, creating unique and original uh, technology to solve problems. I think uh, we can really get somewhere with that.
0: Sounds good. Well, Nathan, uh, it sounds like some exciting stuff you guys are doing, especially from my background of, of working in stocks and understanding that whole trade yeah. and being able to have that interaction. Give us your plugs one more time so people can look you guys up on the interwebs.
1: Sure, so um, so the Pathfinder series is coming out soon. It's a Netflix-style series on AI, digital innovation, and the New York FinTech ecosystem. Uh, it will be live on our websites, www.forwardlane.com uh, uh, slash media tomorrow. Um, and um, and so you can go out there if you wanna learn more about Forwardlane. There's uh, a couple of videos if you wanna learn about our culture. Uh, we have some culture videos talking about what it's like to work at Ford Lane um, and if you're in the AI space uh, NLP um, or even sales to financial services we are hiring so please to do, uh, do get in touch with us and of course any executives innovation corporate strategy people and financial services uh, feel free to get in touch with us at Ford Lane we have uh, we have great technology with proven results and uh, we'd love to share more about it.
0: Cool. That sounds awesome. I was going to just ask if you guys are hiring because I know a lot of my audience, a lot of my friends and and uh, people, they work in this sort of industry. And and uh, yeah, some of them are looking for jobs. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we'll be happy to, uh, to, to have some good chats. Sounds good. Well, Nathan, thanks for coming on board. We appreciate you spending some time with us and sharing it. Be sure to check out his website, guys. Be sure to go to YouTube.com, for slash Chris Voss. Hit that bell notification button. Tell your friends, neighbors, relatives to subscribe to the show. We are on iTunes. They can go to uh, Google Play. They can go to iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, yeah, wow. And Spotify to take and listen to the show and subscribe as well. Anyway, thanks, my honest, for tuning in. We surely appreciate you guys. We'll see you guys Next time. Thanks so much.